Welcome to Reflections with Vindesh, a weekly discussion series that challenges our perception of the world and ourselves. Learn more at thedispassionateobserver.com. That's T-H-E-D-I-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N-A-T-E-O-B-S-E-R-V-E-R.com. Thank you, my friends, for joining this week's edition of Reflections with Vindesh. I am delighted, as always. I am grateful for your time and for your attention. Today's topic is the original error. We're going to talk about our quest for happiness and the one mistake that many of us make that actually prevents us from being happy. Why does life feel so hard? This is a fundamental question. Many of us seem to have everything, especially if we compare ourselves to the world at large. Pick up the paper, turn on the TV. You might see stories of people struggling in poverty, people dying in wars, people losing their loved ones, people with horrific diseases, and yes, tragedy strikes occasionally. But most of the time, the suffering that we feel, the challenges that we face, have nothing to do with these horrific conditions. They have to do with the mundane, the fact that life doesn't measure up to our expectations, the fact that we're holding grudges, that we're not getting the respect that we deserve, that we beat ourselves up, we feel bad about ourselves because we're simply not enough. Where does this come from? This feeling that, my God, life is so hard, and how can we turn this around? Maybe we have been flipped upside down. Maybe we're approaching life in exactly the wrong way. And even though we think that our strategy is moving us towards happiness, the harder we try, the worse that we feel we're actually moving in the wrong direction. And this is a fundamental mistake that many of us make. Let's refer to this as the original error, the original cause of much of our pain. So let's first talk about how we approach life. We've talked about identity. We've talked about a separate sense of self. I'm Vindesh, I've got a body, I have certain desires, certain needs, and that's how I perceive myself. And Sam, or Z, or Arvind, or whoever, is going to perceive themselves the same way. And we live in this world, we move through this world as separate beings, and naturally we feel that our purpose is to take care of this separate sense of self. And if this self is an individual identity, it's an ego, it's a set of desires. We dedicate our life to satisfying that ego, to fulfilling our desires. So we want to feel important. We want to feel respected. We want to feel liked and loved. We want to feel that our lives have meaning. We seek adventure. We seek entertainment. Some of us chase money. We chase homes and cars because we want this self to be well cared for. We want this self to have a lot of nice things, to wear nice clothes, to look good, to be important. 
And we spend all of our life, all of our time and our energy working towards this goal. And yes, it manifests in many different ways. So for some of us, we want to have impact. We want to change the world. And yes, that is admirable. But ultimately, we want to feel like we're important. We're satisfying our ego. Others want to be successful. Maybe successful in business. Make a lot of money. Others might like material possessions. Others might want to feel that they fit in. They might want to be loved. And no, there is nothing wrong with any of these things, but when they take over, when they become our purpose, that is where we go wrong. That is where we confuse black and white. We confuse up and down, and we do the opposite of what we need to do to feel happy and to feel whole. Our ego and our desires exist for a very simple reason. They exist to keep us alive. We know that we are separate, that we have a separate body, that we need to feed that body, that we need to make sure it's comfortable and safe and secure. It needs some basic relationships. It needs some resources. And that's what our ego and our desires exist for, to make sure that we provide and we sustain the life, the vessel of our life, so we can continue through this life We can express ourselves, we can communicate with others, and ultimately we can reproduce, we can continue the species. But once we take care of those basic needs, the ego's job is done, the job of our desires is over. We don't have to pay attention anymore. In fact, we are now free to do other things, things that add texture and meaning to our lives. We are free to create. We are free to move, to dance, to sing, to breathe, to enjoy a few quiet moments of solitude, to appreciate the sun shining down on our face, to tell ourselves, to tell that primal beast that it can relax. We've got this. We're okay. Yet when we spend all of our time and our energy going back over the same objective, checking in. Are we okay? Are we safe? Do we have enough? Can we get more? How can we make sure that we distinguish ourselves? How can we make sure that we're important enough, that we're liked enough, that we're rich enough, that we're beautiful enough? We have no time, no energy to do anything else. No time to do any of the things that move our lives forward that help our species evolve. And this is the fundamental mistake that we make. We try to fulfill a purpose that's already done. It's already dead and buried. The ego and the desires exist to serve us, yet we think we exist to serve them. And therefore, we spend our lives on something that doesn't matter. And we throw away all of the precious moments where we can experience and enjoy life unfolding in front of our eyes, where we can be present. And this original error leads to all sorts of pathology. It leads to the constant focus on more. 
it leads to the constant sense that we are never enough, that we are not safe. It causes anxiety. It triggers hormones that compromise our immune system, that lead to heart disease, to diabetes. It ruins our physical and emotional health. Let's go back to the source. Let's fix this mistake. Let's spend as little time and energy as possible taking care of our basic needs. Make sure the house is in order and then leave it alone and then go and explore and take advantage of these precious moments, this precious time. Don't throw it away trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Every five-star review allows us to share more unique and insightful content. Learn more at thedispassionateobserver.com. Thanks for listening, and please tune in again next week. Peace.